0: Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to b r e e l network.com. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to another fun-filled episode of For Your Distraction. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam and sitting across from me, Scott, how are we doing today?
0: I'm a little bit under the weather, Weather, Adam. See, I can't even talk. I know It's going to be a rough one. Yeah, I'm stuffy, got a cold, but I'm going to soldier on. This is the little podcast that could. <laughs> you made me think of, did you ever see the movie Major Pain? Of course. You
1: remember remember the story about the little engine that could, he told that little boy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> There's a monster in my closet. boom. Boom. Well, if he's, ain't, if he's in there, he ain't too happy. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. chugga 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 woo, woo. Not even
1: when Charlie <laughs> came over the hill. Yeah, man. <laughs> C4 all over the train tracks. So, before we get in the beer of the show. Okay. I, I want to run a little theory by you about something. A Not theory. Really A theory. But like a way of looking at the world. Ever since our current president was elected back in November, um, and I didn't come up with this idea, to, to, a way to look at it, but there was a podcast I listened to recently who uh, had said this in an interesting way of looking at it. And here's how it is. Do you believe in the multiverse
0: theory? I do. You do? I do. You do? Are you going to say that we're on the darkest timeline right now? (laughs) We are. (laughs) I think we are on the darkest timeline. Mm -hmm.
1: For those of you that don't know anything about the multiverse theory, and I don't know how you can, it's the theory that there's an infinite number of universes out there, and there's an infinite number of worlds, infinite numbers of me, infinite numbers of you. There's one world where I'm gay on my knees sucking dick. Some could say it's me now, but I would disagree. (laughs) Um, No. And the way they said it was... Like, when the election happened and Donald Trump got elected, that's the moment that two Earths split from each other in history, and one Earth, Hillary Clinton, is president, and the other Earth, Donald Trump, our universe is president. And the way he explained it, it's like in a movie, is what he said. Like, we're like in the middle of a movie. Like, we got like the crazy out there universe. It's like that crazy celebrity is president now. And if we were in the normal universe, it'd be like, oh, normal politician in presidency, you know, normal lives and everything. And then a uh, freaking just split what happened in the universe. Somebody would step through and they'd see Donald Trump yelling and, uh, oh, you know, geez. camera people and stuff like that. would be like, what the fuck did I just walk into?
0: A friend of mine on uh, social media posted a meme. I love some of these dank memes that are going around. That's one good thing you could say. About Donald Trump's America We get some dank memes out of the whole thing And a <laughs> well, buddy you. of mine posted this And it was a picture of Bernie Sanders With a, with a blue tie And he had a, a American flag lapel pin And he's kissing a baby And it says Somewhere on the good timeline President Sanders just made college free And healthcare for everyone <laughs> i got gonna kick out of that <laughs>
1: Say what you want about Trump. He is great for content. He is great for content. Saturday so. Night Live
0: is doing so well. So I saw well the with I Trump. saw
1: the Melissa McCarthy skit oh, where where like,
0: she's uh, Sean Spicer. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's so good at it. Yes. A, I guess Rosie O'Donnell's gonna come play Steve Bannon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the Breitbart oh guy. Yeah. Oh, of course, Alec Baldwin as Trump is excellent. Ah, oh, they're doing a great job. It's some of the best Saturday Night Live I've seen in in years, probably de- probably a good decade.
1: And of course, we have our good buddy President uh, tweeting about how it's a bad TV, <laughs> bad form, sir. You are president now. It's time to it's time to it's time to hang up the Twitter role, like really. And you know, worry about like okay, he wor- we talked about it before um, a couple episodes ago that. Schwarzenegger and Trump are just having all these Twitter battles, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it culminated in Schwarzenegger making that video that he put out, saying, tell you what, Trump, since you, since, you know, you're such an expert in the ratings, and you worry so much about it, why don't we switch jobs, and I'll run run the country, and you can worry about the ratings, since you're such a master of it and stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what was the, every president goes to this thing, it's like this big dinner thing where they they go to, it's like, this Christian...
0: The, the prayer? National Prayer? Day yeah, prayer. The, yeah. yeah, the
1: prayer dinner, whatever yeah, it is. National Day of Prayer And dinner, the president the usually gets up and says some words and stuff. And apparently during this whole thing, like, most of what he talked about was Schwarzenegger and The Apprentice. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he's so much more worried about that than, like, taking care of the country. Like, he needs, somebody needs to, like, sit him down and be like, now, Mr. Trump... We need to get our priorities I in just, check.
0: Like, like a Saturday Night Live comes on on Saturday night on NBC, and the guy's—he's always in front of his television set. He doesn't care what's going on in the Middle East or North Korea. He's worried what's happening on his television set. He reaches down into his adult diapers, grabs his excrement, and throws it at the television set when Saturday Night Live comes on from his place in Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Because he's never every weekend he goes to his place in Florida like what a now mess.
1: well now the taxpayers can pay for that so why mm. wouldn't he do that like what do you think about the whole melania thing where like she's gonna be not going to the white house she's gonna stay in like trump tower or whatever yeah. it was and like now we got to pay for multiple protections and because she's got to stay in trump tower for whatever reason because she's a businesswoman. Whatever. question mark anyway i thought it was funny it reminded me of the movie the one remember that Whenever uh, it a, was Jet Li, uh, yeah, a Jet Li movie, yeah, Jet Li, and it was about the multiverse. It's a kung fu movie, yeah, and it was about the end. It, it was in the theater, yeah, and it was interesting. It was interesting, and Jet Li is playing a character who he's traveling across the multiverse to kill the doppelgangers, and every time he kills one, he gains more and more power each time. Yes, and the movie starts out with Jet Li's doppelganger as a prisoner being transported, and on the TV you see in the background Al Gore. I think think it was Al Gore as president, and I remember watching that when it first came out, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, that's nuts. And then I realized what was going on. I was like, oh, that's fucking clever. Yeah,
0: yeah, do remember that. And I've told you this a million times, and on this show, probably a million more, I want you to watch Dan Harmon's series, Community. I think you would really like it. They talk about the dark timeline and the good timeline really? on that show and they end up having to come together with with the dark thems from the other timeline that one of like the Jeff Winger, who loses an arm. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. You you would love this show. Like you I said, I probably
1: show. would I've got too much to watch I right know. now. I've been I've been I've been binging uh season four of Arrow at the moment. That's some okay TV right there. Yeah. Freaking you know you know ruined it? Barenstein Bears ruined it. They, that, that time drive on the stain Bears. The stain Bears. God damn it. stain Bears damn. ruined it. They, they, they fucked with time.
0: Well, on that note, I've got a surprise for you, my friend. No shit. It is time for the beer of the show. I'm thirsty. And you, sir, I've got it. This is the five. This is
1: the five. This is
0: the five. You're going to give this beer a five. Am I now? Yes, you are. Now, I had to think. Listen. Don't get my hopes too high, okay? I had to think outside the box here. <coughs> I did. I had to be a little unconventional here. I'm already
1: intrigued. I, so, love, I love the unconventional. Yo,
0: so sit tight. Hold on. Let me go grab because I'm hiding it from you. I didn't want you to see it when you walked in.
1: I'm hanging on to my asshole as Samuel Jackson said in Jurassic Park. Uh... So <laughs> Okay, so. You know they sell different versions of these that are different flavors
0: and stuff, right? So this is what I want to say about it before before we tell the listeners what beer I got. I had some listeners to the show say to me, people who don't live near us, they say, hey, we love the show. We like the beer of the show segment. We want, we want to drink the beers that we hear about on the show. But you do a lot of micro brews and craft beers from you guys' area, you know, western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio. And we can't get them in maryland in oklahoma and california in canada like where these people are telling me he's like you need to do a little bit more of a popular beer that you can get at other places
1: i like that idea so i I thought
0: yeah i I, I also
1: like the fact we've got listeners not from this area yeah
0: it means we're branching out i I, I see your i said i see your point guys i said i we like craft beers we like the small brewers. we want to support local but we also wanted to, to cater to our listeners so Adam, today's beer is not a small beer.
1: No, it's, today's no, beer it of the is show
0: is Yingling traditional lager. Yes, it is. America's oldest brewery from Pottsville. Yeah, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. I went there once.
1: My mouth is watering. At and the moment.
0: I know when you and I go to bars and they're Like, regular bars, dive bars, whatever. Maybe they don't have a big selection of craft beer. This is your beer of choice. It is
1: my go-to beer every single time. You get
0: it a lot. So, I know you like this beer. You're going to give it a five.
1: (laughs) I'm going to have a hard time not doing it, so... So,
0: go first, my friend, because I'm thirsty, too. Uh,
1: i got to crack it open first, so... I don't
0: know where
1: is the it's
0: it's yingling, you don't need an opener. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a twist off. (laughs) Listen, we never have we've (laughs) never
1: (laughs) had a twist off in this show, I keep forgetting, okay? It's a twist off. I keep I I
0: forgot. We're not we're not used to that. Like you even needed to sample it. Look at you. There it is.
1: The sultry goodness that is yingling. The taste, the just Oh my god. If you go out
0: east in Pennsylvania, like Philly, the Philly area, Harrisburg, Philly. They just call it lager you say give me a lager they give you this it's because it's it's from perfect. out there it's yeah. from out there so they don't it's if you're gonna drink a lager you're only gonna drink this it's perfect that's why this is perfect it's okay. the perfect tasting beer now
1: I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this it doesn't have the wow factor I usually expect from a beer the show. Okay. It doesn't like like I said, when I do the beer of the show, usually we get the micro brews, we we get something unique. I always expect something that's not only tasty but has something unique. A little twist to them, a little kick, like a little little M night Shyamalan to them is what I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna call it. This doesn't have that because it's a lager. It's a traditional lager. But it's a perfect lager. It is a perfect I see a twinkle in your it's eye. It's a perfect lager. The first time I tasted this beer, I was it was magic. Basically. When's the first
0: time you tasted it?
1: I don't remember. I'm not going to lie to you. It's 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 so long ago. I do not remember. Um, I remember the first. I remember the first beer I ever had, uh, courtesy of you. Yes, sir. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes. Um,
0: but you should have given us a five.
1: No, but <laughs> no, sir. That's a terrible beer. It's a great college beer, but it's a horrible. The hipsters have
0: taken over my PBR. By the way, <laughs> I know. Not not too happy about that. But hey, we're not worried about the past. We're on to Yingling. Every
1: time I see this label. Every time I see this label With The bald eagle the bald eagle and the
0: and nothing the, says America the barrel
1: the it's just uh, the the design the color the, the the sand tan sunish color It's been the same label since
0: eighteen twenty nine it has
1: it's every time I see <laughs> it, I'm like I'm gonna have a good time I'm gonna have a good time Scott this is my five yes! is the five <laughs> the five spot oh,
0: We've done it
1: We've done it, folks. It does oh. It doesn't matter, Scott. Do, 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 this do, do, beer do, do, will make me happy every time. Do,
0: do, 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 do. <laughs> I've done it. I, I've slayed the raid. You dragon. did it. You cheated, but you did I it. Cheated. You cheated, but you did it. So hey, What did James T Kirk do? He reprogrammed he, the, the, the test. Yes. You cheat to win. It's all about winning. <laughs> So you're giving this a five I can't not I can't not it's
1: it's perfect for me like it's it's tasty it's not heavy but it's not too light it's not too watery for me it's it's doesn't sit at the bottom of my stomach it's just it quenches my thirst like not too many beers quench I usually drink beers because I like beers and I like get a little bit of a buzz on but they more often than not they don't quench my quench my thirst this is like i this takes me back to when I ate beef. And I eat hamburgers. Have a hamburger and a yingling. Amazing. I don't... For those of you that don't know, I don't eat...
0: He's a beef. vegan now. No,
1: I just eat... I Or at least I'm trying to just eat bird and fish at the moment. It's so like chicken, salmon, things like that. So... Chicken sandwich, though. Chicken sandwich and a yingling? Amazing. Fried chicken and yingling? Not healthy for you, but... It's pretty damn good.
0: <laughs> All right, so... I got a a few yingling stories. Um, There was a time in my younger days where I would have given this beer a five. It it was, at one point, my favorite beer. Now, in my older age, I've sampled some good craft beers that I think are way better than yingling. I think yingling is just (laughs) kind of... Not to mention... They have done some pretty questionable business decisions. Uh, just recently, the Yingling Company, who the it's the Yingling and Sons Company, which actually is run. There's no more Sons left. It's the daughter who runs it. Kind of ironic, but they just busted up their union. They're very that's anti- unfortunate. Yes, they're very anti-union. They were one of the big people behind fighting the Affordable Care Act because they didn't want to give their workers health care. They didn't want to have to pay for that. And they supported Donald Trump for president. They donated a lot of money to the Republican Party. So that's, that's not good in my book. So that's going to lose some points for me. Let
1: me, ask, let me ask you this, Scott, though.
0: Yes. Do you blame
1: the child for the act of the parents? Can you blame the beer for that? Um, do you blame Do you blame Donald Trump's kids and hate them for what Trump does? No, you don't. Do you blame the beer for what the parent does? Fair
0: enough, but the beer itself, as I said, is is just okay. Just okay. It's fair enough. I get there's no I can wow un- to it.
1: I can understand. I can understand that.
0: Um, because of those things, we'll st- I'm on the fence, but. Real real quick story. Real quick story I want to get into. So, this is fun. This is funny. Buddy of mine was getting married. And uh, he isn't much of a big-time partier, especially his fiance. She basically told him, you know, for your stag party, for your bachelor party, I don't care what you do, but if there's strippers, if there's naked women, just stay there because there's not going to be a wedding. So... Yeah, she was kind of one of those controlling type. So needless, That's unfortunate. To, needless to say, he he kind of said to us, hey, we're not going to go crazy for this, for this party, this bachelor party. But he wanted to do something. So there was about eight or ten of us that got together. And what he wanted to do, it may sound lame when I'm explaining it, but if you know the guy, it's right up his alley. There was a brand new Chinese restaurant that opened <laughs> up in town. And it... <gasps> and... It, I love me some Chinese,
1: but Chinese don't beat a stripper. Well, well. unless it's a Chinese stripper. <laughs>
0: so. so, it was an old Ponderosa Steakhouse. You remember Ponderosa Steakhouse? Oh yeah. Yeah, they, it, it closed I, down. I, you know what?
1: I love their buffet they had there. I used to. That was my good. Like they weren't great. But that was oh, like my far from great. That program. was my go to taco machine. You could have to oh, make, your yeah. you could make your own, they own taco. They weren't the bar. greatest tacos, but I could
0: make my own. I could yeah. make as many as I want. Well, in town here, we had a Ponderosa Steakhouse, and it went under. I think the same time all the Ponderosas did across the country, and it sat vacant for a while. And then a Chinese eatery came. Best in. chocolate chip
1: cookies you could ever have. Though juicy. Just soft, great man. You
0: just give you a Yingling and a Ponderosa buffet, and you're a happy man. <laughs> this, is most, this is the most redneck. I yeah, guess say. so. <laughs> wow, damn, bro. I got fond memories. Okay, of things that have closed hey, down. That's, don't. That's fine. I'm not, it, I I'm think not gonna I, be judgy.
1: And I think I only have fond memories because it closed down. I think if it was still open, I'd be like, that place yeah. sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. I didn't have good memories there, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm not gonna not gonna be that way. But anyway. The, this Chinese restaurant moved into the old Ponderosa. I remember that. They didn't really change much. The name of it was called China A Buffet. I remember that. We referred to it as China A Buffet. One unique thing about this Chinese restaurant, Adam, they had a liquor license. Not a full liquor license. You couldn't do shots or have mix drinks. You could have beer. They, beer and wine. And they had just opened up. He said... This my buddy said. This is great. This is where I want to go. Let's all go there. Let's enjoy some great Chinese food. Let's have a couple beers, and then maybe we'll go to a bar afterwards. And yeah, that'll be fine. So we're like, okay. So we all go there. We sit down. The waitress comes by, and God, I don't want to. I don't want to come off racist at all because I'm, I'm certainly not Scott. But when it's funny, it's not racist. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so, so, so the, that's the young, rule. young woman who was of Asian descent comes over to our table to greet us, and a friend of mine asks, what kind of beer do you have? We're there to drink beer. I mean, it's a Chinese restaurant with beer. This is unique to us. We're going to go all in on this. We got beer. Yeah, so she it's responds with, Bud. Bud Light, <laughs> Yingy, Mountain Dew, Pepsi Cola. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, little, <laughs> she lo- said, Yingy. She said, Yingy. And we lost it. Yingy. So we had to drink Yingy. Okay. So we went, that's it. One of us said, Dude Mountain Dew beer. We're like, quit being a dick. Get Yingy and shut up. <laughs> so we all ordered Yingy. They bring us Yingy. Room temperature. Warm as piss. And I, I know Europeans can drink, can drink warm beer, but we're Americans,
1: and we didn't care for it that way. I light. can do it, but it's not the greatest. All of us.
0: Every one of them. So then we've, we powered it down, and we said, okay, let's get some. A couple other people ordered some Straub, maybe some Rolling Rock PBR. We started getting different ones at that point. Every single beer we were getting, warm as piss. <coughs> A friend of ours got up and used the bathroom. He noticed sitting over by the bathroom were stacks of cases of beer that he was watching waitresses come in and just pull it out of. They had no refrigeration whatsoever. Their beer was kept out in the middle of the restaurant near the bathrooms of all places. <laughs> and yes, that that was. And it's a and
1: and it's a uh, Chinese restaurant bathroom, so there's no way those bathrooms are clean. I'm sorry.
0: It was just a bad experience. And and that place closed down. Dude. It did it did. But we went to leave and you know, we all paid our bill. <clears throat> Most of us had separate separate checks. And the waitress called us cheap. She said cheap because we weren't leaving enough of a tip. And I worked in a restaurant business, man. I tip well. But we had warm beer and it was a buffet, Adam. We get up and we serve ourselves. Yeah, you you, I you, you I don't leave a couple bucks at a buffet. I I
1: stopped tipping. I don't go to buffets that often, but I honestly, least tip. We don't tip at buffets anymore. We don't we don't bother. Because all like it's like clear they clear
0: the plates, come on, you got to give them a couple bucks. They're busboys. They're not wait they're not servers, or bus busboys. And they so. get paid nothing. They get paid minimum wage. I'll leave a I don't if I go to a restaurant and it's even just okay service I'm leaving at least, at very least 20%. That's just that's just what I do. If I go to a buffet, I'm going to leave a couple bucks, maybe 10%. And that, she called us out on that. I about lost it on this woman. I'm like, you didn't do a thing. You brought us warm beer. She did a bad job clearing our dirty plates. She did a like, we had to serve ourselves. I was just very upset about that. And yes, the place closed down shortly <laughs> later. But that's my story about Yingy. Yeah, that that building, nothing lasts there. Like, nothing does. Every single time something opens in there, it closes down yeah. after a
1: while. Whatever. So, Yingy. No Chinese restaurant lasts in this area, dude. Do you want to know why? Nothing beats Tops. Nothing beats Tops Buffet.
0: Yingy. Yingy. ying-y. Nice some ying-y. I am going to give Yingy, Adam... <clears throat>
1: 2.5 right in the middle that's fair enough I can understand I can understand I'm, why some people would be like it's a bland beer why would you drink it uh-huh. it's,
0: I'm mad at them for what they do politically yeah. and how they treat their workers poorly and I used to be young and I thought it was an excellent beer and now that I'm older and I have a more experienced palate I think it's just an okay beer but uh, you love it and that's fine That's fine. You're entitled to your own taste buds. Yes, I am. So here's to you, Adam, and your five. I finally did it. I feel great. This is a great way to start the show.
1: It is absolutely a great way to start the show. So, do you remember the rumors, like, a couple years ago, uh, Top Buffet, that they were serving cat as opposed to chicken?
0: Nah, that's just a a wives' tale. You hear that that every Chinese restaurant. Would that stop you, though?
1: Like if, if it was confirmed that some not all of it but some of the meat might have been cat, like would it stop you from going there? Cause that listen, listen, that chicken's fucking good. The General Sows, the Phoenix Chicken, Black Pepper Chicken, Chicken on a Stick, that that's some good ass chicken. And I mean it's also a culture thing. Some cultures eat dog and cat. Like there a lot of lot of Asian uh, cultures eat dog actively, like we eat pit so would it stop me would it offend you and would it stop you
0: Um, knowing that you have a cat knowing yes i would not knowingly ever eat cat or dog but kind of an out of sight out of mind thing for all i know i have had cat or dog before at a Chinese restaurant and they call it chicken and they put enough General Tso's or sweet and sour or bourbon sauce or orange, whatever on it that I don't know. And if that's the case, yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind thing. But knowingly, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, We used to know a guy we worked
1: with years and years and years ago. He won, I'm not gonna saying names. I'm going to say we're going to work because, you know, I don't know if he won his name mentioned on the show. But, um, and I'd love to reconnect with that dude and get him on the show. Cool guy. But he went to, I remember he went to, I think, China for like a vacation. thing. Him and his family, they went. And he came back and he was talking about it. And he said one of the things they did there was they ate dogs. Because that's just one of the things they serve. Yeah, sometimes. They have a dog meat festival
0: somewhere in Asia. I, I've heard about that before. Yeah, he has really tried to protest it big time.
1: Yeah, so it was one of those things where there were certain people at work that were like, "Oh my god, you ate dog? That's horrible! Like, why would you do that?" And I can understand his reasoning for. It. He's like, it was basically like it's it's the culture. Like a, like I I wouldn't eat it again. I wouldn't actively eat it, but I tried it. It's just one of those things where it's like. They had it there, they, they, were make, they were making the dog meat, they were making, making it up like chicken and everything, and I only ate a little bit of it just to say I tried it. And I was like, I have a dog, a couple dogs, but I can respect that. I can respect that a little bit. They actively eat dog, I don't agree with eating dog, I don't agree with eating any intelligent animal for the most part, but I mean, I can respect trying it once.
0: Um, I wouldn't have, I, I mean, that's fine that he did. I'm not, again, I'm not going to be judgy on this either. If I was in his situation, I wouldn't have done it. I mean, I'm sure they had other things on the menu there. Um. Then again, now that I think I went to Texas one time and I tried rattlesnake meat. I went to Florida and tried alligator meat. But Did you ever try like, but would- dogs have like, like what, uh, what Joel says in Pulp Fiction. Dogs have personality. <laughs> I mean, you, that goes a long way. Per- that's saying something. So, I yeah, I don't think I would, man. I don't know. I don't...
1: I can't, I can't say I would actively do it either. Only because... And, like we said, it's a cultural thing. Like, for example, we eat cow over here. India doesn't. India fucking worships cows. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they would never do that. And we're heathens to them because of that, for the most part. But... <laughs> Um, I don't know if I could do it either. Given the fact that I've grown up with dogs, I've lived with dogs. Could you eat, like fried spiders, shit like that? Like oh. you know, some of those cultures that they they like fry up insects. And I've seen, make yeah, insects like you,
0: you watch. Uh, I'm not talking about like bear grills, how he eats the shit yeah. raw. I'm talking about like the uh, Andrew Zimmer, Anthony Bourdain, they go like crazy place, and it's like. Deep fried with like a sauce on it, like giant yeah, yeah. freaking cockroaches. I would probably try that. I probably would just to say I did. But that's un- that's different than a dog. I I wouldn't I wouldn't do a dog or a cat knowingly. It- it's a cultural thing, like you said. Yeah. I understand. I'm not going to judge other cultures for being different than us. I'm not going to do that. When I was like 14 or 15 years old, I went to Mexico with my family. And we went to a, enjoy
1: that time. We might not be able to do it
0: soon. We went to a bullfight. <laughs> my family took me to a bullfight. Bullfighting is like the nas- national horrible. sport of Mexico. It's terrible. Well, I was young. I didn't know better. I went. I went with my family, and I sat there in this bleachers, and I watched what was unfolding. Before I my... saw,
1: you're like, I saw Looney Tunes when I was a kid. I know what's going to go down.
0: No, it wasn't <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> the, it's terrible. Yeah, it it's is. terrible. I was sick to my stomach. I I'm like mad that they drugged me to that thing, and it it was in so not cool. First of all, they come out and they stab the shit out of the bull to start, so it's already wounded and dying before they even put on the the show. Yeah, like you don't see that, you don't know that goes on, and then at the end, like. There's, has no, there's like seven people against this one bull. It's not just one matador out there with a red cape. Ole. There's like tons of them, man. There. And then at the very end, this big fat shit comes out with a giant spear on horseback. <clears throat> and as the poor bull is panting, about to keel over, he stabs a motherfucker and, and ends it. And I'm just like, I, I was screaming profanities in English. And I, I was just, I hated it. I wanted to leave. It was it was a terrible, terrible experience, and I get it. It's part of their culture, but I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought it was <clears throat> so horrible. I saw a video once
1: of this tribe. I can't remember where it was from. Um, just a tribe of, like, an in, in, indigenous people. And when I say that, I mean they're, like, they live in, like, huts and shit like that. They wear clothes, but they, like, live in huts. They live in, like... The wilderness. And so you automatically like
0: think they were naked, like like naked. No, they weren't naked. But I like, know, I know. But you were like, you had to tell me they were clothed. No, but I mean, like, I'm trying, was, I'm trying to paint a picture. Was I supposed to think, oh, they're automatically well, like National Geographic with the
1: boobs out? For me, if somebody said like an indigenous tribe, I think, oh, loincloths and bow and arrows and shit like that. But they were like, there was like a small village, like jungle to jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think actually, great movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. I don't... Now that I think about it, I don't think it was a tribe. I think it was just a small village. But they were like... They would fend for themselves, hunt and stuff like that. One of their delicacies, one of the things they grow up eating and they actively hunt and they eat it all the time, tarantula. This type of tarantula that, that exists in the woods. And they, it's a small village so they sent out like a small group of hunters and this dude that was filming it, he went out with them and watched them. They would catch a tarantula. They would, they would kill the tarantula and they would bring it back and they'd have like sacks of tarantulas, like a couple of sacks of just tarantulas and like I saw a little girl when she would she took a they would eat it raw they wouldn't cook it they would just eat it raw and it's apparently a great source of protein and it's, it's apparently healthy for you like she would she like re- she just grabs tarantula like it's fucking nothing picks it up pulls one of its leg off and just like squeezes the juice in her mouth and like and then like throws the leg around like bites into like its abdomen and shit oh my god and I I'm looking vomited. at that I'm looking at the, like I would have I, I I would have vomited. Yeah. I don't I don't think I could ever um eat an insect, like even fried, like how they prepare it in some places, like fried up a sauce, stuff like that. It's I like an irrational fear of mine. So
0: speaking of irrational fears, there's something I'd like to get into, but there's one more point I'd like to make with the whole food thing. Um we're talking about these people eating tarantulas. Uh but think about if somebody watched the way that McDonald's processes chicken nuggets. There's probably people in foreign countries that would be like, I'm not, I, I mean, I, do I eat meat and fast food? Yeah. If I had to butcher my own cow or my own chicken, I'd be a damn vegan too. I couldn't do it. I oh, couldn't yeah. do it again. It comes back to the out of sight, out of mind thing for me. This is the last thing I wanted to say on that. So I hate to be judgy of the people who are eating spiders and, and cooking dogs when we do terrible shit to animals that it's okay to eat here, you know yeah. so who are we to be judgy, but you you have irrational fears, yeah. so do I, so do I before before we uh get off the topic, you had mentioned
1: that about how we treat our animals and how uh, we slaughter them and stuff like that. it's part of the reason why I don't eat beef anymore and don't eat pig because of the factory farming so <clears throat> But yeah, rational fears.
0: So I have certain fears that are very unconventional. They're There's probably things I should never, ever be afraid of. But I want to ask you, Adam, if, if you're afraid of these silly things like I am, the first thing... So have you ever been in a hot air balloon? No. So you don't know how to operate a hot air balloon? No, I've thought about hot air balloons many times yes, in my life yes I have a terrifying fear that I would be in a hot air balloon by myself and have zero clue how to operate one I mean I've seen them on television and there's just like one thing and they go up and they go down <laughs> how how does the one thing I feel like every person should learn how to operate a hot air balloon just for that random occurrence That maybe, just maybe, you find yourself trapped (laughs) in a hot air balloon with no clue how to operate one. It's called science. I I wouldn't know what
1: to do. The hot air.
0: Yeah, but you just like... Heat rises. That's why. Heat rises. I get that. I get that. Okay. So you pull the thing and it makes (laughs) fire? Is that what it does? It makes heat. It makes heat, which makes it go up. Well, how do you make it cool down to go down?
1: You turn it off. And then the heat dissipates. So it
0: just goes down on its own? Yeah, flow? that's the that's reason, reason why there's no... The, but how do some, you steer?
1: You, you, you don't.
0: But what if you're going to hit a fucking tree? You're fucked. That's what you I'm don't. talking about. You there's there not sti-
1: There is no steer. It's You're taken by the wind. There's no steer. That's what I
0: mean. That's terrifying. You just
1: go wherever? What I think it is, most hot air... Like, if you go somewhere where it's like, I want to go on a hot air balloon ride, this is what I want to do. I think, and I could be wrong, I think most places... Since it's organized, usually it's not just some average redneck Joe off in the wilderness. But like, you want to go on a hot air balloon? And then you just get in there and go. I think what it is is you get in there with somebody who obviously knows what the fuck they're doing. And I think there's a long rope that stays attached to the balloon so it doesn't just go fly off to bumfuck nowhere. So I think, I could be wrong, but that's what I think it is. So somebody's down, there are people down the ground that have the hot air balloon. It might be, I'm assuming it's attached to some type of machine, like a winch. Or something like that, like a big ass winch, and it keeps it in like the general area.
0: So you're always tethered to the ground. Is what that's, you're telling me?
1: It's my guess. That's what I. That's what I think. If you're going, if uh, you're if terrifying, you're, if you're doing like <laughs> a hot air balloon ride, like somebody. But now, if you're just like some dude, it's like I'm gonna travel the world in a hot air balloon. You just fucking go, and wherever the wind takes you,
0: there you go. Like around the world in eighty days. Yeah, that's man. I don't <laughs> know. I feel like I want somebody to teach me how to operate this hot well, air balloon. There's
1: a science when it comes to wind, I think. I'm, I don't know this. I've never like studied this. Like a pirate
0: this. ship sail? Like, like pirate ships, know I always wondered this. Like the wind, the wind blows. Yes, But there's a certain way that you move your mast yeah. that you can go with the wind or even against it.
1: Yeah. And what it, I think. Like obviously there's exceptions to every rule and it's it differ sometimes, but I think for the most part, like the main gusts of wind that we have go in one direction. Like they, it goes around... like if you ever look at a uh meteorological or a me- meteorological lab, I can't even say that, that word, from, yes. That word map of like weather and stuff like that, you never see clouds and storms coming from the east. It always seems to come from the from west. From the west. It never I, I
0: think there I think there's a exception to the rule. It's always yes, say through but right. like
1: you you almost never see it. Like for example, we live in western Pennsylvania, storms bad storms always come from Ohio. Always, always. come from Ohio. Yeah. They always comes from the always west. Always comes from the west to the east. It never Unless goes it's like a hurricane that's coming it, yeah. up or something. It never yeah. goes it, I don't think it goes north either. I think it always goes south too. Like you never see usually. I could be wrong about that, but I, but like if you just look at it you can guess like okay, it's always coming from the west. So I think that's also another way you can kind of Guess so. That's the reason why, like, around the world in eighties might work because it's it's not like random wind just taking you off in directions. It's like you've mapped it out. And it's like it's Did you ever see the Chipmunk
0: run. Adventure? <clears throat> no. They fucking went on hot air balloons and, and went around the world. It was crazy shit. Fucking Alvin. No, but I'm I'm terrified of hot air balloons. Do you remember the Do you remember Balloon Boy? Like ten ten or year ten ten no. years ago or so? I don't even know what year it was. There was a boy who that happened to him. And the hot air balloon, and like the police, it was like all over the national news. It turned out the fucking kid wasn't even in the balloon. His name was Falcon. The boy's name was Falcon. That's an amazing name. And they thought he was in this hot air balloon that like went rogue, and was like the police and like everybody was like trying to like chase it down, and they finally caught up to the balloon after like an incredibly long amount of time, and it turns out the kid wasn't even in it. Yeah, do you remember that story? No, I don't. Oh, I hope some of our listeners remember that story. He was the balloon boy. It was like all over the news. Man. It rings it was, a
1: bell, but I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it. it was like it was kind of a. So, but I don't ever want that to happen to me. Like I, I feel like this is something that people should honestly be worried about. Like, <laughs> how are you ever gonna? Accidentally- I don't know, but. It, it, I mean, I guess in,
1: I, I guess that makes it an irrational fear, but it's like, yes. why should people be worried about it? It's like you, it's like you need to create a public service announcement, like like, <laughs> like take out time on NBC or something like that.
0: Like Wizard, it happened the in more Wizard you know. of Oz. He climbed into the basket and got away from him, and he left Dorothy behind. Well, they, they, you know why that did that? He didn't have a rope. So I have some other irrational fears. That okay. that was one I was thinking about. So when I'm in the bathroom. Couple, a couple to do with the bathroom here. And I got to pinch off a loaf. <laughs> and I'm sitting down. In the back of my mind, I'm always worried that there's going to be a snake that comes out of the toilet hole. I got the same <laughs> fear sometimes. Yes, like, I know. It, I think everybody has that. I think so. But does it ever happen? I think it has happened before. I think it's happened like... Maybe a couple of times, but I'm always concerned that there's going to be some Scott,
1: kind of. It only needs viper. to happen once to somebody when before everybody's like, "That can happen." What? There's
0: going to be a snake coming out of my plumbing, right up and biting my brown eye.
1: I got another. I got another fear that's very similar to that. Um, same fear, sitting on toilets, but a fear of a spider being under there. Spiders, yeah. spiders. I've seen spiders in balls before. They go underneath and stuff like that. Dude, I don't little, want. I don't little. want my balls bit. No, Scott. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have a nice shit. And then all of a sudden, just,
0: ow! Fucking yes. no. Yeah. Or like that's another thing. I, I like freak out about spiders being in my shoes. Like, I leave my shoes by the door. It's, it's nice and dark in there. A spider probably wants to crawl in there. I stick my foot in there, bite right onto my big toe. My pinky toe, maybe even. My pinky toe? You, might. I'm afraid of snakes being in the toilet bowl, Adam. I'm afraid of them coming up through the hole and coming right at my dick. I am afraid of, of a cobra being in my American Standard toilet bowl. I mean,
1: we saw a, a dick get bit in snakes on a plane. <laughs> he did. He went right that. for it, it. did that <laughs> in snakes on a plane. The
0: fucker came up right through that. Right, right. I I'm afraid of snakes in the toilet. Another thing, if I'm, it always comes back to the bathroom. I feel like the bathroom is a very vulnerable place.
1: Well, it's probably the most vulnerable you're gonna ever be in your (laughs) house like you're in your safe spot. Like that is literally like you have your pants are literally down in that in that situation. You get caught with your pants down.
0: If I'm in a public restroom and I'm in a public toilet somewhere, I might have mentioned this before on the show. But I have a fear of like being in these random public places and think what happens if the zombies what happens if the zombie apocalypse happens right now? And the zombies are here. They're knocking at the stall door. What can I do? How can I get out of here alive? I have those
1: same thoughts all the time. Just like not even so much zombies, but just ex- escape plans in general. Yeah. Like what I'll, happens if there's a beast a on yeah. the other side? Like those uh, uh, Cloverfield monsters that fell that fell off the big monster. Yeah. Them. Like what if what if they're around there? How's where's my
0: escape plan then? Mm-hmm. Like. Horrible, horrible. horrible. I don't care if it's like a critter, like the from the movie Critters, those little fuckers. I don't care what it is. You gotta have a plan. You gotta be on your toes at all times. This is Donald Trump's America. There is no telling what kind of situation we're gonna be in. Fucking Red Dawn could happen tomorrow. Wolverines. (laughs) Wolverines. All right. What else? What else am I afraid of? Um. Here's one I'm not afraid of. But Kristen is, and she she has a real big fear of escalators. She's very timid, and she uses them. Like if we go to yeah. a department store or whatever at the mall, you have to use an escalator. But she is terrified, and and she like has to like double checks the knot on her shoe. She's afraid her shoelace is gonna get caught in the escalator, and it's gonna chop her fucking leg off.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's horrifying. A little what happened to the little boy? Years ago, 20, mm. 20 odd years ago, yeah. little boy got stuck on an escalator and it grabbed his shirt and got like pulled and got like really hurt. Like he was there for hours. Like I think his skin got stuck. So like the, he was there for hours is what I think it is like. It's horrifying. I remember. I remember when I was a kid, I saw that. and ever since then, to this day, I have that thought. I think of that little boy and it's like, all right, don't get any loose cloth
0: stuck in there. Well, you know what, Jason Lee, you... Jason Lee's character Brody in the movie Rats? He says you need to fear and respect that escalator. He's telling the truth, man. I've never seen it myself, but I've heard
1: people talk about who have seen like the underside of an escalator, like how it actually works and like the gears and all that other stuff. And they they'll tell you like if you looked at that, you'd be afraid of escalators it for it's, the rest of your life. It's alien technology. Like, let's face there's it. There's no reason that should work, and there's no reason why it it, it does it, but it does.
0: There's certain things <clears throat> that. You're not sure how it works. There's certain things I'm convinced that the aliens gave us this technology. They said, Hey, you know, we're just gonna give you you know, if you're on the swing, you know, you're pumping your legs, you're a little kid on on the swing set, you're going okay. Every once in a while your your dad needs to come. Let me give you a little push. Let me help you. Yeah. That's the aliens. Okay. They gave us Velcro. Internet. They gave us the internet. They gave us airplanes, probably. They gave us fucking escalators. That is so beyond comprehension. The escalators are alien technology.
1: I've heard this talk about it on a podcast before, and I totally agree with it. Uh, it's like super irrational to think this. And airplanes—you've been on airplane before, yeah, many people, times. Yeah. I'm sure uh-huh. I've been on a few. Um, somebody else had said this. I totally agree with them on the show. There's no reason why airplanes should work. No fucking reason why. Like it's like it's 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 the most. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Like, like he literally said, like this is bullshit. Like, like this whole thing is bullshit. Gravity works. I've seen it. Like, this is bullshit. Like, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be doing. It. He's like, we're in a metal tube flying over the ocean. What the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, and I totally agree. It's bullshit. It's it's bullshit. It shouldn't work, but it does. Do you have any? Do you
0: have any crazy irrational fears Clowns. or anything? clowns clowns clowns
1: terrified of clowns
0: no reason to like do you think they're gonna like john wayne gacy you like (laughs) maybe like penny wise like they're you gonna get raped and murdered by these clowns maybe i don't know it it could happen who knows like it's horrifying terrifying
1: like there's no reason i should be afraid of clowns because i don't really like i don't really think that there are that many like real serial killers that were dressed as clowns But I think there were enough that it created the thing and not to mention the movie It also created that phobia for a lot of people. Um, Yeah, clowns are bullshit. They're freaky, they're weird. There's no reason why they should give any children any type of happiness at all. They're molesters. (laughs) They're molesters. That's what they are. Fuck fuck clowns. Fuck them. Um, Here's another one. I have these dreams all the time and I have kind of a rational fear of it. Dinosaurs. Really? I'm talking like velociraptors and shit.
0: Like, no way, man. I'd I love that.
1: Like, listen to me. Yeah. I played with dinosaurs as a kid. Really? I did. Tell us about that. Scott. Mm-hmm. No, listen. Think about this, mate. Just let me paint a picture. Okay? I can paint a picture with words. I can't paint in real life. Took a, took a few classes in college. Not really a good painter, but I can do it with words. You are sitting on a toilet. Okay. Public toilet stall. Okay. Okay. Stall door opens. Right there in front of your face, Velociraptor. Am
0: I am I done? Am I opening the door?
1: No, no, no. It just opens.
0: I'm still sitting on You're the still I'm sitting, still sitting on the john. Sitting on the with john. My, with my draws <clears throat> Yeah down around yeah. the ankles. Yeah.
1: Straight up, straight up, what's his name? The lawyer or whatever the fuck it was from uh yeah, Drace- Mr. Drace- Drace Arnold. Apart, Mr. Arnold. Straight up Velociraptor staring you right it's in the face. It's a Velociraptor, it's not Velociraptor staring you right in the face. Just think about that. Like he's right here, Scott. I don't mean he's over there, he's right fucking here. Okay? He's right here, and you look at it, and you know what a Velociraptor will do. They eat they eat, they eat, eat creatures alive. They will tear your stomach apart. They will eat your insides while you're still living. You know what's going to happen. okay? You know the sharp claws, their sharp teeth, what they look like. You know what's going to happen. Tell me that does not terrify the shit out of you. No reason to, because there's no Velociraptors that exist today, as far as we know. But tell me that doesn't scare the shit out of you. Or, think of it this way, being stuck in a room that has only one exit. I guess the bathroom has that too. But like stuck in a room. Like a kitchen?
0: Yeah, let's say kitchen. With stainless steel appliances?
1: <coughs> you can't use anything
0: for it's It's me and my sister. And yes. We're crawling on our hands and knees. Yes. And there's several Velociraptors. Yes. But... Should use a metal spoon to get its attention while I make a break for the freezer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have this thought. Sorry. I, I sit in my break room sometimes at work. And you've seen my break room before. It's not big. It's smaller than this... Uh, studio recording it. Just imagine being in that room. One end of the room, right at the door, Velociraptor. Velociraptor right at the door. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's horrifying. So here's
0: something else. Here's an idea. I don't know if it would work with a Velociraptor, but I've seen this happen with guard dogs. Okay, Can you Pete? stick your finger up its asshole? No, no, no. No, Adam.
1: <laughs> You never heard of that before, with dogs. No. If a dog, they say, what if kind a, of fucking movies are you watching? They say if a dog is attacking you and it like bites you on the arm, you know how dogs dogs have I those can't even those anymore. jaws.
0: There's not <laughs> enough yingy on the table. For their
1: it. their jaws when they clamp down on you, you're never gonna pry <laughs> that off. Like you never like jaws, they have an iron grip for the most part. Like just where their jaws are, they say if you take your finger, if you can reach it around there, stick it up a dog's asshole, it. <laughs> they're like what the fuck And they let you go And they're like They, they stop being aggressive And they start being like what? Do you like, have to what buy dinner ha- first
0: or what I mean you can't
1: <laughs> uh, You've already bought it dinner It's, <laughs> it's, got, it's got your arm Alright That's a real thing Well so. no that's
0: not what I was gonna say Okay so I'm talking about Like Say there's someplace guarded they've got a fence with barbed wire And they got a couple Doberman pinchers Okay Trained fucking killers Alright These guard dogs are on point What do you do Get a couple raw steaks and throw them <laughs> over to the dog. It works every fucking time. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Maybe it works with a velociraptor. I don't know. If you had a raw steak with you, throw it in the other corner of the room, watch that fucker <clears throat> and do its little dinosaur trot over there to eat the fucking steak, and you make a break for it. You would have to have a raw steak with you at all times. Okay, okay.
1: Imagine it same room, same scenario, okay. velociraptor on the other side, you got a raw steak. Okay? You should be waving in front of him. You like, ah, you try and get the smell on them, and you throw it to the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. They look at the steak, and then they look back at you, and they don't move. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you're like,
0: "Fuck!" Well, maybe they, they want maybe. something alive.
1: I'm, they want to hunt. They're hunters. They want something alive.
0: I don't know. I'd, I'd like to, tr- I'd like to try my look, steak
1: theory. We all saw those movies, okay? Factually true, alt facts, I guess you would say. Factually true. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. You can ride velociraptors. Jesus Christ
0: did, and Chris
1: Pratt. <clears throat> Chris Pratt never actually rode the velociraptor. Now that I think about it, he never actually rode it.
0: Yeah, but he
1: could. But velociraptor did ride the the tyrannosaurus rex when they were fighting the indominus. So,
0: <clears throat> not only that, in Jurassic Park they did too. Jumped on his Well, they,
1: they, but he he wasn't writing. he was attacking at the time. I'm talking about like they were working together, like. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. You're afraid of dinosaurs, huh? Not not really dinosaurs. It's just the scenario. Yeah. The scenario is what I'm afraid of. Um, I looked up. Buzzfeed. You'll love Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed's yeah. amazing. Okay. Fake they- news. <clears throat> no, that's real Okay. You know, just kidding me. Donald Trump gets his facts from BuzzFeed all the time. Okay. Anyway. Um forty weird phobias you may not even know of. You may not even know of. I'm not gonna go through all forty. That's a
0: lot of phobias. That's a lot of phobias. Um, Give us the key points. Give us the important ones. Dinner parties. A that's fear a, of dinner parties. That's
1: a, that's a, it's a social event. You know, it's it's fair, I guess. Um fear of the moon.
0: Like the moon in the, the moon, sky, moon.
1: like the moon, moon in like the sky, Earth's moon. Yes, Earth's moon, which is a—that's a—I don't know. I'm gonna bounce this off there. That's that's another fear that I thought of. Just the fear of—I'm—I'm I'm not an astronaut, Scott. I don't know if you know this. I'm not—that's not a secret career of mine. But imagine I'm painting another picture for you. <clears throat> You're in space, straight up Martian style. Um. But you're, you're in, in a spaceship. You're doing like a walk. You know, they do like walks where they go outside the oh. ship. <clears throat> then imagine this. With something happens. Gravity shit? Yeah, yeah. Something happens. And you get separated from the ship. And it gets like destroyed or something like that. And you're alone in space. And you're just fucking floating.
0: That would just be horrible. Until you, you run out of oxygen. I
1: heard back during like the space race era. Whenever they were... It was like after space race. You know, when people were actually going into space. The Russians... We didn't hear a lot of shit from the Russians. I heard there were Russian astronauts that did get lost in space like that, really? like because they didn't know a lot about it. it was it was new ground, new territory, a new frontier, and some shit would happen or whatever, and there have been like records have come out from then that there are Russians that there are fucking Russian corpses floating around in space right now.
0: I think the <clears throat> cosmonauts I think they kept like sinai <laughs> tablets when they did their spacewalks. So if something happened, you bite down your cyanide tablet, and it ends easier. That's than, horrifying.
1: Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, how it would be a scary death, but how it wouldn't be painful, really, because you're not, it's not like you're exposed to space instantly, and you're suffocating and stuff like that. I mean, you're suffocating, but it's like...
0: You would. You would run out of air. It would be like grounding. It It would but be horrible.
1: But what I think it is when it comes to something like that, because you're not inhaling any like, water in your lungs, you're not getting that burning feeling. I think what it more is, as you lose oxygen, you'll pass out eventually. You'll get more and tired because you'll be trying to breathe more and more, and you'll eventually pass out. And then you'll, you won't be able to breathe anymore. So I don't think it's a...
0: So being not, lost I'm, in space. That's, that is a good one. That's a, that's good, a good irrational one. fear.
1: It's super rational because I'm never yeah. going to space. So hmm. um, here's another one. Wet dreams afraid it's, of it's having a, wet it's it's a legitimate phobia fear okay. of wet you dreams had a wet dream. <laughs> um fear of the number 666
0: Oh, there was that horrible movie with Jim Carrey about that number
1: that's not, that was, it was uh, number uh it wasn't 666 what was it it was oh, I have this
0: movie I'm sorry about 42? that 42 you're right no the answer that's no hitchhiker's guide to galaxy yeah 40. yeah yeah was it like 123? One, um, 187 on a motherfucking cop. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's so many number movies out there. I can't keep them all straight.
1: 23
0: is what it was. The oh, number- Michael Jordan, LeBron James. What's the yeah.
1: 23? It's a number of the universe. No, 42 is a number of the universe. It's a number that controls everything. all your decisions in the universe yeah, of, that's a bunch of Jim Carrey. You know what? I'm going to say this. That's a that's a that movie's a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh really? It, I'm a big fan of psychological kind of movies. And that's a very psychological mystery movie kind of. And I kinda I'm kind of a I'm kind of a fan of the way they told it in when he's reading the book that's really like his spoilers. <clears throat> that's really like he wrote the book and it's about his old life and it was just like a journal kind of thing. Um I'm a I'm kind of a fan of the way that the new art style, whenever they was reading the book and they would go into like the black and white kind of thing. I was a big fan of that. And it was an interesting it's total bullshit. Total total fucking bullshit. Number twenty three doesn't mean shit. It only means what you want it to mean. But I, I was kind of a fan of it. It's a guilty pleasure by
0: <clears throat> uh, you know what I'm a big fan of? <clears throat> Actors like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler not doing films that aren't comedies. There, I said it. Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler.
1: Well, Yes Man was a good movie. That was a good movie. It wasn't really a comedy. It was, it had comedic elements, but it wasn't a comedy, really.
0: I don't think I ever saw it.
1: Yes Man's, it's the movie with Zoe Deschanel, and it's about, he's a man who doesn't live life, th- ever since he got his divorce, Um, he doesn't live life to the fullest, he always says no to life, he doesn't, he doesn't take chances, he doesn't, he doesn't do any of that stuff. Is it and, like
0: liar liar? No, because liar liar he can't say lie. I saw that movie. That movie was funny. It was funny, yeah. But like this movie it, wasn't
1: funny. It had comedy in it, but it wasn't like a funny movie. It was more like a rom com, I guess you would say it was. Which I don't really consider rom coms to be funny movies in that classic sense, but it it was a, it was a good watch. He basically goes to this uh, seminar or this uh, this thing or whatever this dude uh he likes this other this guy like writes self-help books or some shit like that and one of the books he writes like the power of yes or whatever and his old friend that he used to know years ago dragged him there and the basically what it is is he doesn't like he figures him out he doesn't like live life to the fullest he's always like saying no to life and he challenges him he said from now on you're gonna say yes no matter what what the question is you're gonna say yes and it leads into like a whole lot of ridiculous situations, but it ends up leading him into a better life. It's a good watch. It's it's kind of a good watch. Yeah, you
0: know, it's not a comedy. It's a you like rom-coms? I do. You, but you, that's you'd comedy. enjoy comedy. It's, it's not. But, yes, it's not romantic comedy. The second word in the but, title is a comedy. I don't
1: consider it to be you know like the classic comedies you're talking about. Like Liar Liar is a is a classic comedy. Billy Madison is a You could call Billy Madison a rom-com, I guess, but, I mean, at that point, like, how many movies have romantic storylines in them where, like, the guy ends up with the girl? They're not all rom-coms, so... Anyway, uh, Fear of the Dutch People. There's Fear of the Dutch. I think Austin
0: Powers would have a field day with Austin Powers, (laughs) Faja. There's only two things I cannot stand... People who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a fear of garlic. That's a, that's a thing.
0: It's like vampires are, aren't <laughs> they? It's mentioned in the description
1: about you must be a vampire if you have this. Um. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fears on here. Fear of left-handed people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a legitimate fear. Fear of flutes.
0: <laughs> people are fucked in the head.
1: Fear of the color purple. The color, not the movie. Not the movie? Not the movie. Beards. That's Fear of beards? Like, like, there's people that are afraid of beards. I pity
0: that person. Hands are
1: awesome. Okay, this is weird. Fear of hands. Everybody
0: so, like, you, has them. It's so, like you
1: look at your hands, you're like, ah! Ah! like You freak out.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of...
0: I don't feel so bad about my uh, fear of being trapped in a hot air balloon or snakes coming out of my toilet to bite my ass. Mine aren't
1: as bad as those ones. Here's one. This phobia must be hard to deal with. It is the fear of having, seeing, thinking about an erect penis. (laughs) That's what it's described.
0: (laughs) Buzzfeed, it's great. Did you ever have like the inopportune boner problem? Oh yeah, all the time. Like you just got a boner at the worst possible minute. You know, you know like, when that happened what? more
1: often than not, school.
0: Fucking school, man. Especially when you're like an adolescent, you're going through all that puberty shit. I hated
1: math class because how often in math class does does a teacher write problems on the board? I, I had this all the time. We were going. You always we popped
0: were, a boner in math class, boy. You love numbers. I guess I do.
1: No, what it, like. It all, it never fails. Anytime you ever have to get up and go walk on the board, the bo- in an in in opportune boner like it's. They he would write problems up on the math cards, like pick random people. Yeah, and every time, like for whatever reason, my penis is like he's got he's gonna get embarrassed. Let's they have, do like, it now. hard on
0: Dar. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're bing bing bing. Adam's got a boner. Adam's got a boner. Yeah. Adam, can you answer number thirty-six even on the board? <laughs> yeah. 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 When you're that age, you just. Can't control your. How'd you hide it? How'd you hide it? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. We're going down this rabbit hole. All right. All right. Come on. So you're sitting at your desk, right? Yeah. So you're you're kind of you're kind of blocked a little bit. If you had to, the top of your underwear, the (laughs) elastic band,
1: you pull it (laughs) up
0: and you stick the tip behind the elastic band, (laughs) so it's up. yeah it's you're it's, like your shirt. Untuck your it. shirt untuck your shirt a little bit. Get it blousey in there. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. Good to go. Just just think about like baseball or sort of the most the most unerotic thing you can real quick. Yeah, think about grandma. Yeah, think just about grandma. Think, Think about like a cold, wet, rainy day, and then some,
1: and then if you get harder, then you got some Margaret Thatcher then, naked on a cold day. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> naked on a cold day. If you think about grandma, and it gets harder, <laughs> you got more problems than having a yeah, having so, an erection in class. I say that's the only real technique I ever found that worked. Only yeah. real technique. Talk, I heard tuck
0: the head up under the elastic band. I mean, what else can you do? Desperate I, times.
1: I heard that some other people used to do this. Stick they, your finger in the bottle
0: and it makes it go away. that would make it go away for me. <laughs> just quick, just ram it up in there real quick and poof, just deflates it like an old balloon. It's like
1: it's like inflatables. And there's there's a part where you blow into it, deflate it. You you take it and you squeeze it squeeze. and then it's the air. Your middle and looks back at you. What's that smell? <laughs> No, I heard there was one other technique that people would use. <laughs> They'd put their hands in their pockets, and you know how your pockets—like it's—it's inside your pants. Yeah. They would they would hold their dick down, and they would just like have it in their pocket like this, and they would reach over and they would like try to maneuver so that their hand. I'm talking. Pocket stu- pool. Yeah, I, I stood up when I was saying it, but they were trying to maneuver it so that their dick was like where their pocket was and they hold it down until it goes away if they have to but stand up. But that looks
0: weird. You're like walking around with your hand in your pocket. Yeah, it looks fucking
1: weird as shit. But I mean, look, it's it's one of those things where it's like you got to make a choice, okay? Do you want to risk looking weird, staring up a little weird and keep your hand in your pocket? Or... Do you want to risk everybody finding out and looking super weird by sticking your hand in your pants real quick and, you know, you know pulling your dick up in your waistband, you know? Yeah. The it, worst? Oh. It's oh. like the ultimate Sophie's Choice. <laughs>
0: the ultimate Sophie's <laughs> Choice in regards to boners. Right. Yeah. But you – like at the gym, man, sometimes, sometimes you get some really good-looking women in yoga pants on oh, the yeah. Stairmaster – and you're wearing gym shorts. Ain't no secrets in gym shorts. Nope. So it's like, oh, what the fuck! I'm just gonna sit on this bench for a little a, bit. Here's what you
1: do: you get down on your back like you're gonna do sit-ups real quick, and you get your knees up. Okay, that way your knees are up, and you know you're kind of tucked in a little bit. and you,
0: It's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, but you if you're,
0: you're there with your buddy or whatever, and they're like, all right, yeah, it's your turn, whatever. I'm like, dude, dude, I need a minute. I'm I'm candid about it though. Like, I'm like, I
1: like I got a new work I got a new workout, okay? I'm I'm gonna try the abs and then I'm gonna jump into this. Like let me just get the ab real I'd quick be now. like,
0: I'd be like, bro, just give me a second. am a rock hard cock right now. I just I just need a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. I did
1: that happened to me at work one time years ago. Really? The same job we used to work at. Like I, I was I was working and, and one of my one co worker that was working in the adjacent place, he saw me do it. He saw me do it and he's like, You get you got a boner man. I, yeah, that mom's pretty hot, didn't she? You know, I was, I was so embarrassed about it. I was like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures and you gotta tuck it up under there. Yeah.
1: Well, we it is that time again at the end of the show. We had we had a lot of laughs, we cried a little bit, told you our fears, we exposed we exposed ourselves in more ways than one.
0: Yes, we we became more vulnerable. Uh, <coughs> would you eat dog? I don't think you did you answer.
1: I, that? I think I did answer, but I if I remember correctly, I don't no. I don't think I would. Don't think I don't you know if I. Dog? I don't think I'd try. I don't think I could.
0: I, mean, I don't I have.
1: Could, a, I, I wouldn't be able to look I, my own dogs in the eye anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't have an irrational fear of eating dog, but I just don't think I would.
1: Yeah. I think I don't know. All right, I know we said we're gonna end it, but real quick. We played we played a game one time here before, and I can't remember if I asked this question or not. But it kind of is in like the vein of what I just said. Um, remember we played Million Dollars, but the really good Rooster Teeth uh, game that was out there. We yeah, tried yeah, playing yeah, it on yeah, here yeah. a little bit. Um, I said this I said this at work one time, and it was entered like a really good conversation. You get million dollars, but for like the next five years, every meal that you eat. The animal that was that meal pops in front of you real quick, and you it has to you have to watch it watch you eat itself. <clears throat> so like you eat a burger, the cow that made that burger burger like the ghost of it, whatever you only you can see it, And it will pop in front of your table, and it'll just stare at you. Do you
0: people. hear like Sarah McLaughlin <clears throat> Angel playing while you're while you're eating? You hear that? Would I be will nice.
1: remember you. <laughs>
0: da, da, da,
1: da. Yeah. Would you do it for like the next five years, um, every meal?
0: I think I, I think I answered this no last time.
1: I can't remember. If I asked. Million dollars is
0: a lot of money. Million dollars is a lot of money. of I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. I might I might change my answer. I might change my answer now. But
1: anyway, a yeah. lot of laughs, a lot man. of lot, lot of crying, a lot of yeah. tear jerkers. Um, you got the five. I did get the five. We I drank two of these bad boys. Nice too. That's nice all. Too. Yeah, nice too. You know, we get more, more beer coming up. We got so do. we get some more beer coming up. Um, Scott, yes, sir. Would you like to tell the people how they can tell us about their fears, where they can let us uh, know what their phobias are?
0: Well, there's there's several different places <clears throat> you can do that. You can send us an email to for your distraction at gmail dot com. Let us know what the hell you're scared of. Well, Do you know how to pilot a hot air balloon? Would you eat a dog? What do you do when you have a boner at an inopportune time? Let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, You can also get a hold of us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Your Distraction. You can like us on there. We post links to all of our newest shows, and we put some fun photos up there. It's a lot of good good times. We are also on Twitter. You can search for For Your Distraction on there as well. Find us and follow us. You can tweet us at PodcastFYD. You can listen to our show on SoundCloud by searching For Your Distraction. You can subscribe to us on there. Also on iTunes for you Apple people. You can search For Your Distraction, subscribe to us, rate us, and give us a review (laughs) Adam, you're on top of that. You throw all of our newest stuff out there. Oh yeah. So, SoundCloud
1: and iTunes. If you want to, if you want to see the backlog, you want to see how it all started. It goes all
0: the way back to episode one. Yeah, we apologize <laughs> for some of our early episodes. We've come a long, long way together. There's a few through the hard times and the yeah, good.
1: There's a few diamonds in the rough on in, in that in that era. So, yeah, it's it's a good listen sometimes. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. You can head over to Be Real, B-R-E-L, network.com. Um, the site is currently being more updated right now. Under construction. Yeah, I guess you would say it's under construction. There's there's a lot of updates that are happening. Um, We're going to make Be Real great again. Yeah. Um, we, for anybody who has, like, a Podbean app, uh, a lot of our shows are going to be uploaded there now. Um Right now, I think you have to search movie guys podcast right now, but it should be under B Real at some point. I gotta talk to uh the man in charge of that, uploading all that stuff. To... Movie
0: Guys Podcast is our sister show. Yeah. Yes. Definitely check them out. They're great guys. Basement over there.
1: Condition. Hey, I like that game. Underground Hot Pot. A few really good shows on there. So check us out on there. Um I think I think uh a lot of those shows are also on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to take a listen to the more recent ones of theirs. But a lot of good shows on there too. I wanna to thank. Normally you do this one. I wanna thank Yangling. Yingi! Yingy. I wanna thank Yang-ling. Beer of the show.
0: Perfect five.
1: Perfect. It's a perfect beer. Perfect tasting. Quenches of the thirst.
0: I got that monkey off my back, so. <clears throat> I'm, now, I am content now we can go now we can go wild with the beer of the show, oh yeah, well, Adam, I have to stay seated for a while. You can end the show that's fine, but I got a killer boner right now, and I don't want to stand up yet
1: Scott i'm going to write a math problem on the wall over here. I need you to get up, and I need you to solve that problem.. Fuck.